Hey, boo. So I did that thing again where I just ran my mouth way too long. And now I have to do this makeshift ridiculous intro. But it's a good episode. So enjoy. All right. So it's episode 12. I'm happy to be doing this episode. Last episode, I just really wasn't feeling it. I don't know. I was just tired and just not really in the mood. Um, But again, I want to be consistent and always make sure that I bring something, you know, every week, every Saturday. But this week, although I do sound really nasally, I don't know if you guys can pick up on it. I can, obviously, it's me. But I don't know, like my sinuses have been all out of whack. Um, I'm fine, I'm healthy, but I don't know, my sinuses, this is something I deal with and I don't know um, how to make it better. I feel like spring and fall is when I'm like super, super congested. I don't know, whatever, moving right along. So since I've been staying in the house, I've been going down this big rabbit hole of like basketball wives, love and hip hop, and I mean, whatever else Mona Scott Young is putting out. I've just been watching all these clips on YouTube. And although I do hate reality TV, like with a passion, there was just something that kept drawing me to like, click on this or click on that and like, watch. And I didn't know why I was just like, I don't know, intrigued. But then it kind of dawned on me that there was like a message in me, you know, watching all of these clips because at some point I kept seeing the same kind of um, theme, I guess you could say, even though these are people quote unquote lives, it was a theme happening. So I just kept seeing these women arguing with their mothers or having trouble with their parents. Um, And the person that stood out to me was Tommy. Now, I don't know what show Tommy is on because the thing about it is, right, when I was watching these clips, I would be watching one clip and I would realize like, okay, maybe this is based in Atlanta because they got so-and-so on here. But then I would watch another clip and I'd be like, I thought she was just in Atlanta. How did she get? The people were all around the world intermingling and I was just, I couldn't keep track. So I don't know (laughs) what show Tommy was on, but there were multiple clips of Tommy fighting with her mother. And What stood out to me was her mom's behavior, not so much Tommy's behavior. It was her mom's behavior because her mom was acting out in anger and like betrayal and hurt. And she was just so, so, um, I don't know, evil to Tommy. But the craziest thing is, is that she would then ask for forgiveness. It was kind of like, I don't care what I did to you. I'm still your mother. And for me, that doesn't resonate. (laughs) I mean, it does resonate, but it's like, I can't, that can't be your excuse as, I don't care what I did all those years ago, I'm still your mother. And I kept seeing that theme of like, okay, so what I did this, you need to acknowledge that I'm saying I'm sorry. That is so 
toxic to me. Um, and that's just kind of what I wanted to touch base on because I just felt like a lot of us deal with that. A lot of us deal with people who, you know, mistreat us, but then they want they don't want to acknowledge the mistreatment. They just want to acknowledge that they're here now to say sorry or they're here now to ask for forgiveness. I shouldn't say they're here now to say sorry because a lot of people don't apologize or they don't um, take accountability. They're just kind of like, okay, you know, I did that, but you should forgive me. And it's like, no, 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 that's that's not really how this works, right? And so while I'm watching Tommy and her mom go back and forth with different clips, you know, because these clips are kind of like a compilation, so they're split up and divided over. So I don't know the history. I don't know the order. I just know what I saw at the time that I saw it, right? So her mom couldn't see that although standing in front of you is a grown woman, you are talking to Tommy's inner child. You were talking to the child that you abandoned, the child that you hurt, the child that you left, the child that, you know, had to grow up or whatever without some development, nourishment, and you are acting, you know, kind of fucked up. Like you're being evil to this child even though you may say, oh, this woman is, I don't know how old Tommy is, but let's just say she's in her 30s. This 30-year-old is in front of you and you want to be angry, not realizing that all her anger is from trying to protect the, the child that's in her. And I think that parents often get so um, confused because they feel like, oh, you're being so defensive and you're being like, um, you're on attack, but it's like, yes, because for so long I had to protect this part of me. And now you want to come back and you're not realizing that you're tapping into something that I've grown to just protect. And I think it's important for black women, um, especially obviously to realize that a lot of our anger, our fight or fly, our aggression is really, in us just because we've spent so much time trying to protect that inner child um, that somehow was failed. So our either our parents or, you know, it takes a village, whoever in our family failed to cultivate and love and pour into that child. So we now have this like anger and aggression that, you know, most times is unnecessary. Trust me, I've been there. Um, but you know, it's what we've learned to do. It's, it's how we learn to cope. And, you know, much like Tommy and her mother, we're all battling um, with our parental. So whether it's mother and father, just father, just mother, both, you know what I mean? Like no one fought for us. You know what I mean? No one came to our rescue when we were a child. So that trauma has made us do a lot. And again, parents like to jump in after the fact, like, oh, well, you look good. Everything looks good for you. You know, I um, I know that I hurt you, but forgive me. That's not, that's not what we need. As a community, we need to be accountable and we need to be honest. And we also need to apologize, right? And while I'm watching, because Tommy genuinely seems like such a sweet soul, but I felt sorry for her, not in like a pity way, but just like, damn, like I feel for you 
Because like many of us, we've been in that position where we're angry at either a parent or both. And it's just like, what do you do? What do you say? You know, because at some point you just want to be like, I don't even want to deal with you because you can't even acknowledge what you did to me or how you're, um, what, what's the word? Like lack thereof, like, you know what I mean? Your, your parenting or the lack thereof has kind of shaped me to be the woman that I am today. And I felt bad because, you know, as odd as it sounds, like no matter how old we get, if we have never received professional help, meaning therapy, psychiatrist, whatever, then a part of our growth is stunted and it's kind of stopped at that moment. And it doesn't matter how much you ignore it, um, cover it up, uh, cope with it, whatever, you're always going to have that part of you that just can't grow, right? And a lot of us, what we do to deal with it is just be like, oh, well, I'm grown, but you still shield and protect that little girl. And you still speak for that little girl. And you still sometimes allow her to speak. And that's when you'll see Tommy arguing with her mom and getting really angry and like screaming. And you're like, wow, how could you have this you know, type of emotion towards your mother? And it's not really her, it's the child in her, right? Who is now coming out because now she's in, she's in an adult body and she can say what she needs to say. And that's where all that anger and aggression is. And not to mention, right? Once that happens, then it's, then the parent reacts in anger. And it's like, that to me is so toxic. Like, don't do me wrong. And then when I get upset, you get upset that I got upset. No, no, no. <laughs> that's not gonna work. And you know, the fucked up part is, right, is that when that happens, like, we're triggered, right? Like, Tommy got triggered. And it's like, okay, now I'm in defense mode. Don't attack me. You know what I mean? Like, you put me into this mode, you know? And we miss out so much, you know, as far as like our childhood, our adulthood, we miss out on so much because we spent so much time being angry, being mad at the world. And then not only we've spent so much time waiting for an apology. We've spent so much time waiting to be acknowledged. And not for nothing, you're never going to get it. You know, like you may get it down the line and it just won't mean the same thing, you know. And I think that's where a lot of this stems is that we expect to get an apology that will soothe all of the trauma and the BS that we've been through. We're looking for that, you know, apology. And honestly, it just may not come because some people are equipped with the tools to accept accountability and say, you know what, during that time period in your life, I did mess up. I did, you know, fall off. I did, like I did X, Y, and Z. You know, I'm prepared to make up for it. You know, et cetera, et cetera. A lot of people don't want to do that because, again, it's a cycle. They've never had their parent come to them and apologize for, you know, whatever went wrong, and their parent never had their parent. You know what I mean? Like it's just a cycle of let's just move forward and not. Let's stop this here and let's actually build on a solid foundation because when you let trauma just keep going and going and going, 
you literally miss out on a beautiful life. And for me, it was important for me um, to soothe my inner child because when I saw Tommy, I was like, that's really how my life could have been. Like I could have remained angry. I could have remained aggressive. I could have remained always ready to like fight or flight and like be in this attack mode. But I don't know. It just, it didn't feel conducive. It was like, okay, cool. Like we're here now and, you know, I'm tired of every other month, every other week feeling like, oh, I'm just so angry or, oh, I'm just so mad. It was like, this is not working for me. Like, you know what I mean? Like I want something that's going to feel consistent and feel good. I don't want to feel good, you know, for two days and then feel bad for six. I want to maintain some level of, you know, just feeling um, happy. And also I got professional help. I realized that I needed someone else to come in and like I said, with therapy, sift through all my bags with me, help me repackage them, help me leave some, you know, and I do think that's important. So I do feel like for Tommy, that's something she needs to do. That's not with cameras. That's not with, you know, tied up in some type of reality television. Cause they did try to have her and her mom sit down and I'm like, you have cameras in here. And when you have cameras, people are going to want to act out for cameras, you know? There's no need for that. That's something that she needs to do one-on-one and without any type of Mona Scott Young production. Like she needs to sit down and do this herself and without her mother because her mother has her own trauma she needs to deal with that happened far before Tommy was ever in the picture. So she doesn't need to enter insert herself into Tommy's therapy, right? Um, and I'm sorry to keep bringing up Tommy, but when I saw her, I just saw so many other black women and I was like, wow, like this is really a thing. Like people are really dealing with trauma and just don't know how to move forward. They just kind of sit in it and deal with it. And when they get triggered, they just act out. Or when they feel like they're being tried, they just act out instead of just being like, okay, cool. Let me figure out how I can get out of this. Cause I don't want to keep spending a lifetime being angry. You know what I mean? Um, so, right. So I got some professional help cause I'm trying to keep this all making sense. (laughs) So I got some professional help, went to therapy, didn't go for a long time, to be completely honest with you. I didn't. Um, I went just to, once again, soothe my inner child, make sure that she felt comfortable, you know, um, kind of just putting her to rest. Like, I don't need you to, I don't need you inside me um, because I feel like I'll have to keep protecting you. Like, I just want to put this to bed. I want to let this go. You know what I mean? So the time that I was in therapy, it was kind of like helping her again, put her to rest, but then allowing her to mesh and merge and grow into the woman that I am today. So I got to um, handle some of her issues, but then take a break and say, okay, cool. How can I now bring her into the woman that I want to be? And that was so important for me. And as I did that, you know, I had to cry for her. I had to grieve for her. But most importantly, I had to heal with her and for her. And that was so, um, it was just so like, 
I don't know, it just made me feel so much lighter when I realized that she is fully healed and now her healing has helped heal me. You know what I mean? And it's like, I don't want to make it seem like crazy, like I'm talking about myself as two different people, but essentially I am. Like, like I said, when you have childhood trauma, like that's stunted, that's right there. Like that's not going to go anywhere else. It, it caps right there. And you, all those emotions are bottled up right there. When, when you get triggered, they're unleashed. You know what I mean? And I just wanted to kind of keep that under wraps and that's good to go. We've dealt with it. We've talked with it. Now let's bring her all together. And when I did that, I don't know. It was just like everything kind of came together. And that's not to say that there won't be times when, you know, I may get triggered, but that's that's me as a grown woman. That's not me with these um, baggage, you know, issues and all that other stuff. That's me, like, you know? So I don't want it to come off like, oh, you have to heal and you have to grow and then everything will be, you know, um, sunflowers and daisies and the sun will always shine. No, like you will have your moments where you do get angry, where you do feel, you know, tried and played because that's just life. Like your emotions will change. But for the most part, you will always have some happiness. And what I also learned is you'll be able to flow with your emotions, not so much let your emotions control you. Like you'll be able to be like, okay, I feel this right now and I'm going to flow out of it. You know what I mean? Like that was really important for me just on the basis of um, childhood trauma around parents and you know, people who raised you and things like that. I had to, okay, I feel this right now. I feel this right now. Okay. And flow through it. It's just like, you got to flow like a wave. You can't let things um, stay in you and stay so tight because it's just not, it's not good for you. And as I, you know, matured and began to kind of figure out, um, who I was without that, you know, inner childhood trauma in me, I realized what it was that I needed for her and what I needed for me as one, right? So what I needed for us, okay, I know this sounds like so far-fetched, but follow me, y'all, follow me. What I needed for us were um, three H's. So I call it three H's, right? And that's... um, healing, healthy, happy. I needed to be healed. I needed to be healthy and I needed to be happy. That's what I needed. Um, I mean, of course I needed boundaries and I needed to have like a sort of separation. I needed respect, but fundamentally and at the core, I needed healing. I needed to be healthy. I needed to be happy. And how I came to that, right? Because I feel like that's what, you know, Many women like Tommy need who are still in that I'm so angry. I can't really articulate what I want to say to you. I can't, you know what I mean? Like in that situation, that's what you need. You need to get healed. You need to get healthy and you need to just finally be happy. And how I came to that was I was like, okay, here I am right now. I'm going through all this, right? I'm feeling these emotions. 
How do I envision my life outside of this? Had this never happened, had I had the perfect life in the world, how would my life operate? What would I do? What would it look like? And then I worked backwards from there. Um, And that helped me. Honestly, truly, it helped me because I was like, okay, cool. I can now see myself in the life that I want and I now have the steps and I knew that I needed to be healed. So I went to therapy. I knew I needed to be healthy and not healthy in the like uh, physical sense, like literally like emotionally, like I needed my emotions in check. So I had to learn about my emotions. What caused me to be happy? What caused me to be this? You know what I mean? Do I need to be around people? Do I need to separate myself from people? Like I need to know what keeps me healthy and then happy. What do I, what makes me happy? What do I need to do to keep me happy? You know? And I just went through that checklist and now it's like, I don't have these issues. You know what I mean? Um, but I don't feel like I have to always be in attack mode or be in the defense, you know, because I know my three H's. I know what I need to do. And of course, it may not look like that for everybody. That may not be the case. You know, you may need to have boundaries be one of your core things. Like you need, because a lot of people is we let people come in and out and kind of bulldoze our life and, you know, affect us with their words. You need to set boundaries. I don't care for me, right? That's one of the things that's like on the outside is boundaries, separation and respect because they're all important, but they're not something that's going to change my life because at the end of the day, I'm still going to be healed, healthy and happy. But in order to get there, I had to set boundaries and I had to separate myself and I had to respect myself because the thing is, is that, you know, people will disrespect you um, and I had to say to myself, I don't really care. Mother, father, grandparent, aunt, uncle, cousin. I'm an only child, so I can't say sister, brother. But if you do have si- siblings, sister, brother, whatever, if you disrespect me, I'm going to check you on it. That's, that's just what I'm going to have to do. And if you can't understand what I'm saying or where I'm coming from, then I'm going to have to separate myself. And that is my boundary. If you have disrespected me in the past and I decide, you know what? I don't even need to discuss this with you because you already know what type of behavior that is. Here is how I'm gonna set up this separation and that's my boundary. It's just that simple. I'm not going back and forth with no adult when it comes to the respect I demand for myself. I don't care who you are. I'm not going back and forth with you because let me tell you something, father, mother, um, this or that, at the end of the day, we are humans and we should respect and treat each other accordingly. If you cannot do so, I am going to have to separate myself. And that is my boundary. And you can't be upset and try to come in or, oh, but that's your mother and she gave you life. Okay, but what mother treats their child like that? If she gave me life, why does she treat me like this? Oh, I'm just supposed to take it because she gave me life? Absolutely not. Separation. Oh, but that's your father and he loves you. And Okay, but what father treats their child like that? Right. There's no answer. So guess what? I'm going to separate myself. And that's my boundary. You know why? Because I want to stay healthy. I don't want to have to have all this stress 
on myself. Do you know what stress causes? All types of kind of shit. That's why, listen, respect my boundary, okay? Period. That's all you got to do. And I feel like that's what the message was for me to tell you. Don't get so caught up in, oh, but they're your parent. Oh, but they're your grandparent. Oh, but they're your brother. They're your cousin. They're your uncle. They're your aunt. Listen, don't none of that mean nothing to me. If it's going to cost my healing, if it's going to cost me my happiness, if it's going to cost me my health, if it's going to cost me those three things, right? Because I worked backwards from dealing with the craziness. I want the other side of it. I want the other side. I want the healthiness. I want the happiness. I want to be healed. I want all that. I know what I envisioned my life to be like had none of this happened. I know all the good and the glory is on that side. That's what I want. If it's going to cost me that, you gotta go. Love you. It's been amazing, <laughs> but you got to go. And it's just that simple. And I feel like there's no one really around Tommy or women like Tommy to say, hey, baby girl, I understand. Lay down the law with your mother. Say, you know what? I don't even need your apology. I don't even need to forgive you because right now in front of you is a holy realized woman. She is healed. She is healthy. She is happy. So we don't even got to go and dig up all that because guess what? I have dealt with that. I went to therapy and we have worked through that. I'm feeling good. But right now, what I need you to understand is that the behavior that you did in the past, mm, that's not going to work for me this time. So if we want to move forward and have, you know, a healthy, happy relationship, you know what I'm saying? Right. We want to be tight. We want to be cool. Here's what you're going to need to do. You know what I'm saying? And you can only have that conversation when you are healed. Because it won't turn into anger. It won't turn into screaming. It won't turn into, but you said this. No, you did that. It won't turn into none of that. It won't be combative. You will literally not even feel that. Because you know when your body starts to get hot or your eyes start to feel like they're out of water, you won't feel none of that. You'll be sitting there cool as a cucumber, as they say. Because you've already completed the work for yourself. So it don't matter what's happening on their side. You've already completed the work. So you'll just sit there and be like, here's what I need you to do. I'm not even going to argue with you because I respect myself enough to know that this behavior is just not going to work. So either you can get right or you can get left. And it's just that simple. I'm not going back and forth with you. I'm not going to argue. Every time I talk to you, I'm not going to get angry. Uh uh-uh. uh. And here's how our relationship is going to work. Okay. That's also what you need to tell people. Here's how our relationship is going to work. If you can't accept that, then guess what? You need to figure it out on your own. Come back to me when you are healed. Come back to me when you are healthy. Come back to me when you are happy. Then maybe we can work from there. But I'm not going to go through this circus with you just to make you feel better about the mistakes you've made. That does nothing for me. You're not going to drag me through all that just because you want to feel better about the mistakes you made. No. (laughs) That does nothing for me for me and then you want to when you feel bad you want me to jump in and be like okay I forgive you no baby it's not gonna work she's fully realized over here so you know what I mean I'm I'm, I'm whole you know what I mean I'm whole I'm realized I don't know sorry it's not gonna happen I'm sorry it's not gonna happen and then when we start having those conversations and when we start being able to 
accept that as our role, oh my God, oh my God, the life, who the weight that would just be lifted. Oh, beautiful, honey, beautiful. Mm, I can't wait for us to get there because then we won't be so angry. We won't be so mad. We won't be feel so targeted. It'd be a beautiful thing, a beautiful thing. But, um, you know, it is what it is. Thank you guys so much for listening. On the East Coast, it's supposed to be a beautiful, beautiful day. I wish I could say I would probably be somewhere drinking some wine, but Connecticut is going back on lockdown, I heard. So, you know, hopefully next episode I'll have figured out how to get rid of these sinuses Um, because this congestion is just, it's a thing. You know what I'm saying? I bought a humidifier. That's not really helping. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't. Um, But thank you so much for listening. As always, share this, you know, wherever you can. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, And let me know what you think, okay? Um, um, (laughs) That's it, okay? Follow my Instagram, Black and Classic Podcast. That's not my Instagram, Black and Classic Pod. What else? Black and classic, classic tanny, you know, do what you do. I'm tired, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. Ooh, hold on. All right. Oh. Hold on, guys. All these technical difficulties. This is the thing about recording your podcast on your own. Technical difficulties, child. I don't be having the time. All right, y'all. Bye.